Simplistic Advice, Episode 4. Today we're going to discuss procrastination, and the way we're going to go about this is I'm going to tell you a story, and it's fresh in my mind. So I want to I want to give it to you. I want to give it to you while it's bubbling out of my grain my grain grapes. Oh dear, here we go again. We're going to have a repeat of last week, and I'm just going to completely screw this up. <laughs> and somebody's shooting off fireworks in the background here. In small town Iowa. We'll call it small town Iowa. So yesterday was Saturday. Now normally I, t- I don't take Saturdays off. Or I've been trying to take both Saturday and Sunday off. Uh, have Sunday as a rest and catch up day. Um, Saturday is kind of a instead of getting up at four or three, get up at seven type of day. And I did that Saturday and then just Got up and got after it. Um, I did play some video games. Played a little of the the GTA as I'm as I'm wont to do. And and someday I will tell you uh, my my Steam handle so that way you can play along with me once things start to pick up this way. Um, and again, a few housekeeping things. Uh, if you haven't listened to last week's episode, uh, Simplistic Advice Three with Hody Johns. Do go ahead and check that out, and do go ahead and check out We Are Libertarians as well. They are a great bunch of guys. Chris Spangle has a voice of smooth butter, and he is a man of great insight. He is a deeply philosophical man, and I really wish these people would shut up with their fireworks. It is nowhere near the 4th of July, and they need to knock it off. This is why I guess why we have noise ordinances. One time that I would agree with the government doing something about this because it's causing a ruckus for everybody. Because even though, although there may be property or person being harmed in this process, I don't know. It's not my fireworks. And if this comes up, uh, if this comes up in the recording, just uh, chalk it up to me being a crazy guy because uh, you wouldn't be that far off. Anyway, let me get back on track here. So procrastination. My objective was to get the office cleaned yesterday. Um, yeah, I did get it cleaned, spoiler alert, but not as tight as I wanted it to. And it'll be a few iterations, but we, we got it done at 4 o'clock on Sunday morning. Start off well enough. Um, you know, I'm, I tend to be a bit of a... I'm a very cluttered person, not not a person, cluttered person, I should say, but uh, I do have some clutter in here. Um, you know, I need to get to the point where I have uh, a place for everything. Uh, I'm trying to remember how the phrase goes, everything in its place, a place for everything, something along those lines. And so it was basically a wreck in here, um, you know, and I'm just talking through things. It seems really basic, but, you know, I, I, I promised some raw here. I've got... I had laundry all over the place and stuff on the, you know, things that got out of control on the floor. Nothing, nothing disgusting or unsanitary, just, just clutter and, uh, papers and 
old Perrier bottles, that sort of thing, papers stacked up on my desk. And so the first part of the morning, yeah, I played a little bit, got my got my crime spree on with GTA 5, and then right around, I'd say mid-morning, I decided, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and clean. And so clean I did. I got the floor visible again. Got things moved to hampers and uh, some things moved into my secret project area uh, on one side of the room and some other things moved but then we got we got all that done and I was happy with the progress so I'm like oh, I'll play again but then but I was telling myself my inner critic was talking to me saying Dale you need to deal with the papers off to the side you need more space in here you need more shelf space but I, w I wasn't listening I wasn't listening, or I actually didn't need more more shelf space. I needed more uh, area space, you might say. But I wasn't listening. I kept playing. kept playing the GTA. So what wound up happening was I ended up playing most of the afternoon, right until about 4 or 5 o'clock, and I decided, I don't know, actually, it it's getting pretty blurry, but I decided, you know what, I'm going to knock. I'm going to stop playing for a bit, and I'm going to tackle this. And what I had to deal with was the uh, the totes that had my my uh, aunt and uh, my maternal grandparents' papers. Um, I have things left over from their estate. They're all everything is resolved. I, I don't want to necessarily go into too much detail about it, but I need to get them into archive boxes and get them into a closet at least on a shelf that I don't use. And so I did that. And that took me all of an hour. I did well, actually it took me about two hours to do that because I had to go to Walmart and find the file boxes. And I I thought that Walmart's system had lied to me and said, "Oh, we've got plenty of of bankers' boxes and file boxes. Come on down." And I was looking in the wrong spot. They had a big display in the middle. I was, you know, I was unhappy that I had to go to Walmart, but they had what I needed, so I got what I needed got back and fooled around uh, I think I got some food and some other thing and then did a few other things and then I think I might have even gotten back onto the game but then I got off after like an hour and just said you know what we're gonna we're gonna throw on some some midnight designer shout out to midnight designer on twitch he's a streamer I watch and then uh, put him on on the audio on my phone and have him on my computer screen because I, I like having my my headset hooked up all the time so we got through my um, my maternal aunts and my my grand my grandparents papers consolidated into a couple of different boxes and that was that and then came to my my biological parents papers and um, for those of you that don't know, I'm not going to go into this story, but uh, my biological parents have been gone for about, uh, let's see here, Shannon passed away in 2001, oh god, hopefully I don't get too worked up about this right now, and then Tom passed away in 2010, so it's been nine years for him, and crap, Almost 20 years for Shannon. Wow. Oof. Okay. I'm going to be fine. Um, 
I did not get along um, with my with my biological parents, and that will be the subject of another episode and probably a series of episodes. I don't necessarily want to get into a full therapy. Um, I got along better with uh, with my with my biological mother with Shannon than I did with with Tom, obviously, but. There are things that I'm trying to learn to detach from and and process with them even still to this day. I normally don't speak in these terms. I don't like to because there's a part of me that feels that I'm showing weakness or that thinks that I'm showing weakness. And then another part, okay, you know what, there is some strength to being transparent, but that's also not the topic of this episode, so I don't want to get derailed. And, and frankly, I think the the reason why I would feel that way is because I've dealt with people who can't keep their stuff together. They either have been pressured into not dealing with their traumas privately, and so it manifests in professional spaces and bumps into wherever I'm working, and it's caused problems. And I've even I've even caused my own problems in this in this particular fashion as well. But I don't want to necessarily chase that rabbit. Let's chase the procrastination rabbit. So I'm, you know, I'm between some social media, watching Midnight Designer, um, and doing other things, and I'm just not getting to it. And I'm, I already spoiled it. It's because I didn't want to deal with looking at their papers, but I didn't realize that at the time. And so finally, I just say, you know what? This is right around midnight at this point. I've been doing several other things. And I say, you know, let's just build the boxes one step at a time. Let's just build out the boxes and do what we got to do. So box one, box two. And actually, I think, actually, yeah, I did box. I think I put, I actually think I put Tom and Shannon's stuff together. I'm not sure entirely. But we got those things together. And then finally, I managed to consolidate everything, excuse me, into those boxes. Put it away. It's done. It's out of the way now. And then I had to archive my household and business paperwork into a couple of different file boxes that are kept near me. So I could have filing cabinet space for the new incoming stuff. This has been a long procrastinative process regarding the the issue of uh, of clutter, and I think at this point I have gotten irritated enough and angry enough to where I can apply that bit of force to that bit of personal force to getting this resolved and under control so I don't have to think about it constantly and I just have to maintain it. We will see. I'm trying to be committive, committive, committed and not wishy-washy on it. But we got the papers put away and I got done right around four. I was tired. Now, and I normally, this is not my M.O., if I'm given a task, I can usually conjure up the motivation to just get it done. And it really shouldn't have taken me all day to do this. But the first thing I can identify is that sometimes procrastination is caused by caused by a fear, a fear of memory. 
and not wanting to deal with parts of one's past. Now, I know it seems like I, I may be blowing it a bit out of proportion, but that is one aspect of it. Um, I did not want to look at the, although, it, although interesting at times, I did not want to look at my parents' papers. And the process of dealing with my own rec or papers that I archived also seemed daunting. But we got it done. And so in that case, you have to push through, regardless of how long it takes, especially if the task is vital. Because what you can see as a story arc of what I'm telling you is this is this is at least two years of not of ineffectively dealing with with the paperwork that's coming through here. And it is my hope that my sharing this story does not uh, delude any future confidence that you might have with me as a podcaster or in any other role that I might be showing up in. But it, it begs, it, sure, it shows a microcosm to a larger issue. You have to take control of it. The other aspect of the procrastination that I was fighting with was distraction. I had, I recently had the opportunity, uh, have been afforded the opportunity to um, become a a collaborator with uh, with Wall Daily, and I, I talk about that a bit in. Well, that's what the whole previous episode is about, and so I was in and out of that collaboration, doing this and that, and so uh, I'm not blaming anyone. It's my fault for choosing to be distracted and not muting things, but it was a distraction. And then the video games and having Midnight Designer on. Sorry, Midnight. Don't mean to throw you under the bus. Uh, you're such a good entertainer that it was distracting. And so with those things, if we don't deal with that, the procrastination can take on a life of its own and transform or maybe even augment aspects of what Stephen Pressfield calls the resistance, which is the, the phenomenon that one experiences when you are trying to go through any sort of life change, whether it's losing weight, putting out a piece of art, starting a project, or anything else along those lines. And it's... It's... It's a phenomenon that, even if you're not prone to procrastination normally, when you're setting out to make a big change, that's what happens. And it's it's important to have to understand that the resistance is a good thing because on planes or rockets or anything else like that, resistance is what is what helps the plane rise. It's also a part of the physics world of the physical world of gravity where it keeps the world intact and so what i want to what i want to talk about how to combat the procrastination is a few different things i don't have a list i don't have a bullet list unfortunately but the first thing that you need to the first thing that a person needs to do if they're going to combat procrastination is decide that you're going to do it. Regardless of how long of the day it takes you, even if you have to slog, you need to just 
to commit to doing it. Now again, this should have taken less time than it did. There's all that psychological baggage that was following me. So sometimes determining to do it is enough because sometimes you might hit not just the external resistance, but you're also gonna hit an internal resistance. And if you redline instead of and trying to meet the resistance with force and meet procrastination with force, you're gonna break yourself on it. So what you need to do is accept that to a certain point that that resistance is gonna be a part of the game. Now the part that you can control is your actions and your desire to procrastinate. Which that leads me into my next point. Eliminate the distractions. I should have put the phone down. I should have turned steam off. <laughs> I should have went ahead and put the put social media on mute and went after it. But that's another thing that you need to do is eliminate every single distraction that's going to impede you in the progress. And sometimes there are those psychological distractions, which that brings me to another point. Ask yourself, what is it about this task that I find so daunting? And you have to, this is where you have to negotiate with yourself a little bit. Jordan B. Peterson talks about this very frequently. You cannot be a tyrant with yourself because you will rebel against yourself if you can't get the baser parts of yourself on board and into line they will revolt so there is a sense in which you have to there's a sense in which crucifying the base natures as saint paul talks about um, involves negotiating with them in a sense and that that's the key to unifying yourself to the point where you can tackle this task. I know I'm going, I know I'm jumping from high level down to the tactical very quickly um, at, a, at a breakneck pace almost, but sometimes that is a part of it. You have to, you have to boil the frog slowly, so to speak. And I'm, I'm jumping analogies and metaphors all over the place, but that's, that's one thing that, that's one thing that you have to do is that you have to negotiate with yourself and get yourself on board and realize that whatever X task or Y task is, that is the best thing for you. And then the next thing that you do as part of that negotiation is look at the benefits. You may, you may just find yourself arguing with your inner dialogue or several inner dialogues. You just don't want to do it. You're, your, reason, your reasoning principle is trying to talk to the other the other parts of the crew in your mind and they're just not wanting to do it so then you have to play this game with yourself it's akin to negotiation where you and i'm trying to remember where i get all the sources from i listen to so many shows that it it's mind-blowing how much information is retained through audio but let me get back on track here where you have to Really visualize, think, and let the benefits of what you're trying to do soak in to what you're doing. To soak into your brain, to soak into your being, and let that just permeate you for a bit. 
And when you do that, it's like a gasoline drip. And then all you have to do is supply kindling and then the fire. And then wham. You have you have combustion, you have ignition, you have go. And then once you realize those benefits, you want to get to those benefits as fast as possible. So start on the task. Now this is this is a simple task of organization and systemization that I'm talking about here. Some other things involve a longer game. And so you have to constantly reignite and reconnect with your purpose in doing this. The reason why I want to have a, an efficient workflow of paper, or at least a controlled workflow of paper, because I don't want to spend hours and hours on it every month. Because if I'm spending an hour a day on paperwork, minimum, maybe less, um, it's going to save me weekends. It's going to save, you know, time coming up to tax time, which <laughs> we won't talk about that right now. But it'll help you be more efficient in your business or in your work, or in your very own way of life. And I don't want this coming off like I'm some kind of an expert. I just, my mind is a steel trap, and I remember a lot of things. And that's what I'm trying to play to here. So if you can, if you can remember and integrate those principles, that's where, that's where the, the, the proverbial money is, and sometimes even the real money. Because you'll save, if you're able to maintain a system, instead of you know having to constantly focusing on it for four or five hours at a stretch you'll be able to put your you'll be able to put your efforts towards more productive things whether that is getting out there and making that money or if you're done working for the week um, attending to that leisure time instead of having to be like oh i have all this other stuff that i piled up that I need to get to. And I'm not going to get any currency for it. The only benefit that I'm reaping is not having to uh, what is it? It's a it's a reverse it's it's a reverse positive or negative. It's just not having to deal with the mess. And so there's that. And I think that pretty much covers why. And a lot of these a lot of things that we'll talk about will come back to the framework. And we'll come back to that framework. And I'm, I'm trying to construct a, a simplistic advice framework. I had a damage control framework back when I uh, was trying to back when I was trying to build that concept out as a brand. Um, we won't necessarily go into that, but you want to do things. It, I don't want to say a, a lazy approach, but you want to take the take the most efficient approach that expends the least amount of energy. Now, sometimes you have to expend energy. Sometimes you have to, um, there's another concept that, and I will mention Jocko because I want to make sure I cite sources, Jocko in the military, um, called violence of action. That doesn't necessarily have to do with fighting or shooting or anything like that. Although the best analogy that I can think of was on the Andy Stump podcast. He was talking to another SEAL that uh, got that got several uh, Congressional Medals of Honor, I think, or Silver Crosses, because he drove into a situation, there was an ambush, 
And the thing that he, and the, it wasn't Andy, it was, um, it was the guy he was interviewing. I don't remember the episode because it's far back in his back catalog. But the thing that he did, the other soldier did, uh, or a SEAL, or Marine, I think he was, I, he might have been a Marsoc guy, I don't remember. But what he did was, instead of backing off, he drove into the ambush. <laughs> he drove right in there. Commanded his men, got out himself, killed a bunch of bad guys, and um, pushed his men forward. And that approach of aggressiveness and force minimized his casualties, minimized casualties and wounds, and and saved the lives of American soldiers. Now, I don't want to trigger everybody by using a military analogy, because I'm just. I want to make it very clear. I I don't agree with the wars that are going on, but I want I wanted to use the the illustration so that you understand the attitude that one has to take when it comes to life change. Sometimes it's slow and steady. And sometimes you have to kick the door in and get after it. It's not always a metaphorical door. Sometimes you just have to get so pissed off and so damn angry that that's the only way anything is going to get done. That's the only way that you're going to move the ball forward. And it's, it doesn't necessarily manifest in, in physical movement or physical violence against another person. It's just the best way I can describe it is an internal fire where you, where you are pushed into a warp drive of momentum. And you, you find your breathing is flowing you you get into a flow state and and you're moving and you're getting things done and the music is you have the music going possibly and you're just going and you're you're attacking what it is that you're doing rather than thinking too much about it and you might and then you might have to um you might see a spot on the wall for for me when I'm painting painting house you might see a spot on the wall okay I need to go back and 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 hit that with the with the spackle, so you hit it with the spackle, and then, you know, or you 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 put a little extra paint in there, and you you note the, you take a mental note of the hole, and you you go in there, that sort of thing. And I'm I realize I'm bringing a lot of different things to bear on that subject, but I want I want it to be understood that I will be using, even though I was never in the armed forces, I have, and I disagree politically with the wars that are going on. I still have a lot of respect for folks that go into the military because they do risk life and limb for a cause whether or not we agree with that cause to me is immaterial i'm trying to uphold the the icon of the warrior the icon of the warrior or the concept of the the warrior if that makes sense and hopefully it does so we're hitting about we're coming to the end of this um to tie it all up in a nice little neat bow, the thing that you need to do, deal with the psychological baggage that may come that's that may come with dealing with a task. Ask yourself why this is holding you back. I'm gonna try to turn here so you don't hear the train. Alright, I think the train is passed. That annoys me. That that's a part of uh of small town Iowa that annoys me and, and that's part of what being a new podcaster that annoys me because it's tough to soundproof in an old home like this. But 
nevertheless. Especially when you're trying to get fresh air to come in. You know, fresh air is always good air, you might say. And you want to make sure, to get back to the point, I'm going to sum up to the points that I made. And hopefully I recapture them. One, evaluate, ask yourself, why is this so daunting? What is the, even if it's not just, it may not even be something deep like it was with me. But oftentimes it is. More often than not, it is. And then once you ask yourself what that is, negotiate with yourself the negotiate with yourself as to as to how soon you can do the task. Break the task down and into into smaller constituent parts and go from there. That's also a Jordan Peterson thing. My my job in this podcast is to try to be a distiller of things, but I always want to make sure that I properly attribute. Break it down in smaller pat, smaller parts. And once you get your, you, you get the answer back as to why it's difficult for you, invalidate that reason, sell yourself on the benefits of getting the task done, whether it's a small scale task like reorganizing your, your office or a large scale task of completing a project or a fitness project, which I'm, I'm still on a fitness project myself. And then after you do that, determine to execute the task, go after it with, with violence of action, with, with intensity and fire and flow, and then reap the benefits of, of getting the task done. Don't be too hard on yourself, but don't be too soft on yourself. We want to, we want to develop ourselves into well-adjusted, well-adjusted and effective people uh, without constantly beating ourselves up because that's also a problem where you get you get tripped up because as even though we have these stupid inner critics that live inside of us we uh we are people of value and and it well i'll speak for i'll speak for humanity broadly we are people of of great value and of, of great worth in the the eyes of our creator and and to an extent, in the eyes of each other, depends on who you ask. And we're capable of doing so much more than what we give ourselves credit for. We just have to push and have the discipline to be able to do it. So that's it. Those are the things that, that are on my mind and heart. Combat that procrastination. Get on that path. And if it's a multi-day sort of thing, keep getting on that path and get after it. Again, this is Dale Melchin with Simplistic Advice. Uh, subscribe on SoundCloud and stay up to date at simplisticadvice.com. Details forthcoming on several projects that I can't talk to you about. Ha ha ha. And uh, again, thanks for listening. Have a great week.